This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Final segment of BetQL Daily. Damn, time flies. Already almost three hours in the book here on the BetQL Network. Ryan Rothstein, I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. You know how Facebook brings up memories and sometimes you're like, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to see that. Like Most recently, I remember I put my dog down a few years ago, my beloved Wrigley, and every year it reminds me like, here's that picture when you showed everybody you had to put your dog down. And it just came up a memory of last year where I told my girl, I said, hey, I want to go to the Ozarks. I want you to find us a place. Just get online and find us a place. Airbnb, however you do it, I'm fine with it, whatever you find. Dude, you know what she found us? And, I, and this is on me because I didn't like quantify this. She found us a houseboat that didn't move. So we were on a houseboat, but we were stuck on the dock the whole time. Dude, I've got three dogs. And she knew I had three dogs. And three dogs on a houseboat with a toilet with a set. I don't know if you've ever done this, but let's just say it. We didn't, we didn't even make it the whole weekend. <laughs> it, it didn't end well. No, no, it didn't end well for anybody. Houseboat, maybe for somebody, not for me. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little football right now because we talked earlier about DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously got cut earlier this week. Cardinals saved themselves a boatload of money. That was the only move to make for the Cardinals. Not that DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have a couple of good years left, but not at that money and not with that team. That team's trash. They're probably going to have the worst record in the number one pick. Just my opinion. That being said, there are a bunch of landing spots for him, including a team that I root for here in Kansas City, a team that you root for out there in Philly. We talked about it earlier. We don't necessarily think either of our teams need DeAndre Hopkins, even though if for the right price, he'd look good in either uniform. I tend to think that he ends up a Baltimore Raven. But stay out in that NFC East for a couple of minutes, where the Eagles right now are even money to win the division, all right? And I understand that they've got the best quarterback in the NFC by far, and that they've probably got the best roster in the NFL from head to toe, probably in the entire NFL, and that the NFC East, I'm sorry, the NFC as a whole is pretty weak. But even money for a division that had every team go over 500 a year ago I don't know if I'm getting enough value on the Eagles to win the division. Um, man, I, I don't know. If it's not the Eagles, then you're asking is? the wrong guy that. No, listen, I, I have no problem going, you know, fading if my Philly faithful. You know, I, I, I just, I'm not betting on Daniel Jones, and I'm not going to bet. You know, Dallas, I guess, but I'm. They're a team that continues to choke and disappoint as well, right? I, I, I just think as long as the Eagles stay healthy, it's their division to to sort of run away with. Although I will say this, after the schedules came out not too long ago, the Eagles, of course, not surprisingly, uh, that's how it goes in the NFL after making the Super Bowl. Schedule is not going to be forgiving at all. No, the schedule is tough. And by the way, you can't make any money on the Cowboys to win the division either. 
plus 175. I need a whole lot more than that because that feels like it'd be a damn big upset. Plus 550 for the Giants. I agree with everything you said about the Giants and Daniel Jones. Like, I'm not exactly sure why they paid him. It almost feels like they told themselves, obviously heading into the season, they did not pick up his fifth-year option. So they were stuck. They were, like, almost hoping that he didn't have a good year and take him to the playoffs so they didn't have to figure it out. But that's what happened. He was okay. His numbers don't blow you away. You won a bunch of games. He didn't cost you any. He did take him to the playoffs. He had a couple of good performances toward the end of the season. And now they were like, all right, well, what do we do? And I'm not saying they made the best decision. In fact, I tend to think that they made the wrong decision. Like, if I'm the Giants and I look at a guy like Daniel Jones, I say, yeah, we drafted him, but he's not Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and I'm probably forgetting a couple of other guys off the top of my head. So we're going to go out and try to find that next guy. And maybe maybe he's the right answer talking about Daniel Jones, the next guy in line in a place like just like Minnesota comes to mind, right? When Kirk Cousins took over, it was already a pretty good team. He's getting a little bit up there. Maybe he takes over the reins there and keeps them doing whatever. But it just feels like to me, as you said, I'm not betting on the Giants. I'm sure as hell not betting on the Commanders. No, I, I you know what the Giants did? They played it safe. They played it safe. And so many general managers and teams in the NFL do that because yeah, they're, they're scared. They, you know, the, the, the front office executives don't want to lose their job. They find a guy, a quarterback that's good, that can get him into the playoffs. And they say, well, what else is out there? Right? If we don't keep this guy, then what? Uh, and most guys don't know what's what's behind that door and, and don't know the answer to that question. So they're afraid to find the answer to that question. So they settle. Before we get out of here in a few minutes, both Ryan and I will get you our best bets of the day. That is our favorite play of the day to try to make yourself a little bit of money. Let's swing over from your NFC East to my AFC West, where the Chiefs won the division last year and the year before that, year before that, year before that, year before that. Hang on one more. And the year before that. <laughs> and then you look at the odds right now to win the AFC West. The Chiefs are minus 160 right now at BetMGM. He said minus 160. He didn't say minus 1,600. He said minus 160. Remember like 30 seconds ago when I said they won the division seven years in a row? Go ahead. Try to talk me into the charge of plus 325. The Broncos, <laughs> Russell is still their quarterback, right? Five to one. And then the Raiders, a total train wreck at 12 to one. Minus 160 for the Chiefs to win the West. It took us almost three hours to get here, but that is your Levine's lock of the day. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm not I'm not banking on the Chargers at all. The Chargers are just they're cursed, man. Right? For, whether it's Phillip Rivers or Herbert, they're a team that's gonna have talent. They're gonna have a quarterback that a lot of people like and see that has a ton of potential. But I just feel like they're always gonna continue to underachieve. Uh and I'm certainly not gonna bet on them over the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah, minus one sixty is you need to wear a ski mask when you're going to place that bet. It's a robbery. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I get it. Things can happen and knock on wood, whatever the best kind of wood you have. Like if you have an old guitar sitting around or like a piece of grandma's <laughs> old oak furniture, knock on that wood. Because if Patrick Mahomes doesn't get hurt, then that's a, a mortal lock, right? I mean, the Chiefs roster is just so much better. If you go with their coach, if you go with their roster and the division, Andy Reid, since he got to Kansas City, has beat division opponents 91 percent of the time all right the broncos haven't beat the chiefs since the obama administration so to think 
somehow that any of these teams are going to be competitive. And you mentioned the Chargers. They're going to charge her all over themselves. It's become literally like part of our vocabulary. That's what they do. So at some point, that's going to happen. Minus 160. I'm with you. Like sometimes you look at these football futures bets. Another one that I was looking at the other day was Cincinnati. Cincinnati, to me, should be a heavy favorite to run away with that division. They got the best quarterback in the division. They've been the best team in the division the last couple of years. They went to a Super Bowl. They can compete with Kansas mm-hmm. City. And right now, they're plus 115 to win that division. You can get plus money on the Bengals to win the division. Just like I was telling you with the Chiefs, I get it right. Baltimore's good. Cleveland's I. Pittsburgh's always consistent. But that's another one. If you're a futures better in the AFC, I'm telling you right now, bet the Chiefs, bet the Bengals. I'd like the Bengals to come out of the AFC. I, I really do, just because I, I, I'm a huge fan of Joe Burrow. That's that's my main reason, and it's not the worst reason to have. I look at this AFC North, it may end up being the best division of football, right? Because Cincinnati, enough said. Baltimore, you have Lamar, you have uh, you know OBJ, and you know they're a team that can obviously win 10 to 12 games easily. Uh, Pittsburgh, what type of step is Kenny Pickett going to take? Mike Tomlin can always, you know, coach that team to 9-10 wins in his sleep. And, you know, maybe Cleveland shows up this year, at least as a competitive team in that division. So from top to bottom, man, it's loaded. But that just gives me reason to give more credit to to Joe Burrow. They're going to be the winners of this division. And I think, you know, they'll certainly be competing uh, alongside the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. Scary thing as a Chiefs fan about Joe Burrow is he's beat us in Cincinnati, he's beat us at Arrowhead, and he's beat us in the playoffs at Arrowhead. So there's not really anything that he hasn't checked off. All those other young quarterbacks, like Josh Allen beat Mahomes last year, but it didn't really matter. It was an early regular season game. He's dominated Lamar in his career. The one guy that worries me a little bit is Joe Burrow. we got lots of baseball action coming up later on today. Charles Schwab open game six in hockey game seven in the NBA. Ryan, it is time for our best bets before we get out of here. And you knew that I was going back to game seven in Boston. And if I said it once today, I probably said it seven times. I'm going to lay down pretty heavy on Jimmy Butler to be the MVP. Plus 300, as you mentioned, that gives you a better number than the plus 260 on Miami on the money line. Look, if Miami wins on the money line, they win the game and Jimmy is somehow not MVP, I'll buy you a steak dinner for the next two weeks. That's not going to happen. What I'm telling you is Miami wins, Jimmy wins. I get a better number, at plus 300. You've been telling me for the last three hours Miami's going to win the game. That's my best bet of the day. What say you? Yeah, I've, I've said it a thousand times as well today, but I, I'm taking the Miami Heat on the you know with the points. I know that's a boring type of a bet, but that is my best bet. As long as these bets cash, there's no such thing as boring money. So, uh, I'm taking the Heat plus seven and a half. I mentioned that lines boost at BetMGM. I'm going to ride with that as well. The Heat to win and Butler to get 25 points or more. You mentioned fading Bam earlier in the show. I'm actually going to fade that. Uh, I, I think Bam's going to have a nice night, right? I mean, he's had a first uh, first couple of games in this series where he had like 22 one game, 20 another. I mentioned his points total at 16 and a half. I think he's going to be floating closer to that 20 point range. So. Uh, I like. I also like. I should say, Bam to get over sixteen and a half points. If baseball is more your cup of tea, I like San Francisco on the money line minus one forty-five against Pittsburgh today, and then it's always pretty easy to bet against the A's. I also like the unders in that game coming up 
later on tonight. Minus 250 Atlanta, no surprise, favored to beat Oakland. Um, and if you like golf, you got a little bit of that. If hockey is more of your taste, the Knights on the road against the Stars. Right now, the Stars minus 130 on the money line, laying a goal and a half. Of course, if the Golden Knights win, they move on to take on the Panthers in the Stanley Cup Finals. If it's the Stars, well, then we have ourselves another Game 7, just like we have tonight in the NBA. Boston at the crib, taking on the Miami Heat. Miami trying not to choke it away. Boston trying to become the first team in NBA history to come back from a 3-0 deficit in the postseason. We broke it down early with Brendan Tobin. Thanks to him, we talked a little hockey with Andrew McGinnis. Thank you to all the producers back at the BetQL Network. That is Brian and David. And of course, me, Amario, for Ryan Rothstein. <laughs> I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. That's it for BetQL Daily. You're locked into the BetQL Network. Enjoy your day. Happy Memorial Day. <laughs>